You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio here at the top of the hour, 10 o'clock. Beautiful day our Lord has made. Uh, beautiful sun out here in St. Michael Pine Island. You're listening to Father Randall Kiesel in Real Presence Radio Live. Our next guest, we're blessed to have Santi and Carolyn Okariz. Uh, they live in Rochester, Minnesota. They come up here to St. Michael and Pine Island. Great to have you with us here, Santi and Carolyn. Thank you, Thank Father. You, Father. Yes, you're one of our many very blessed families here. We have so many great people, and we're blessed to have you on. Uh, as I think of you, I think of a family immersed in loving our Lord, uh, striving to live our faith, and to do so many great things. So as we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, whatever you'd like to share? Okay, well, I'll go first. Um, I'm Carolyn, and I was raised Protestant and came to the faith when I was in college. Um, I was just searching for the truth and some answers and um, was so blessed to come to the Catholic faith. And the answers that I was looking for were all right there and then more. And just every year that I've been Catholic, it's just brought me closer to him. And I'll let Santi share about him, too. Yeah, a quick little background. Uh, I grew up Catholic. Um, my, my father is uh, from Spain, uh, Jose Ocares. Uh, interestingly, Ocaris is a, a little town in the Basque country in, mm-hmm. in Spain. Uh, I was actually just at my parents' house and reading a little blurb on it, and it uh, seems like they originated in 1492. Oh, wow. Uh, and there's a little Good castle year. there. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and um, when my parents uh, were married, uh, my mother was, uh, or is Protestant, and my, my dad is Catholic, and so we grew up going uh, to both services, going to Mass on uh, Saturday, and then uh, going to uh, my mother's uh, service on on Sunday, um, and then uh, uh, big thing in growing up was uh, was sports and, and skiing, and then uh, at Carolyn and in college when uh, when we were skiing, it actually presented a challenge to the team that there was a lot of complaining and with about results and. I, I challenged everyone to maybe come up and join me in the morning workouts <laughs> if they wanted to improve their results. And Carolyn was the only one that showed up. So <laughs> <laughs> You're both winners now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a little bit of the background. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. And how many years have you been married now, Santi and Carolyn? It'll be 11 years in June. Wow, 11 years. Mm-hmm. And you have how many children? We have four. Four children. Yep. And they're lively children. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful children. Lots of energy. <laughs> yes, they are. That's fantastic. You're a great witness. So can you tell us a bit about uh, your, our Lord brought you together in a providential way. His ways are awesome. And how, how is he immersed in your life and living our faith as, a, as your family? It's... Uh relationship with the Lord is, is just part of our life. Um, so uh, prayer times uh, before meals, uh, uh, trying to go to daily Mass when we can. Um, our two oldest kids go to St. Francis uh, of Assisi in, uh, in Rochester. Um, their ages are eight, six, uh, and then the two younger ones are four and almost two. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we, we encourage uh, prayer throughout the day. Um, and uh, we have evening time. We uh, we we read the Bible, a little kids Bible with them, and we try to have a little bit of discussion uh, and evening prayers as well. Um, and then Carolyn and I um, try to do some prayer time together each day as well. 
Excellent. One of our favorite things is if we get the opportunity to go on dates, we'll go to adoration together, which is just so peaceful and wonderful. Um, and then also with our family, um, St. Michael's has just so many wonderful opportunities to do things as a family. Um, and then with our kids individually, like our daughter, Sonia, is in the Little Flowers group here at St. Michael's. Mm -hmm. And our son, Ivan, is in the Troops of St. George. And then um, right now, preparing for Lent. And before that, um, there's the Exodus 90 that Santi is a part of. And then I do an Esther 90 group here at the church. Um, and and really just the community here and the friendship we have with so many families has really helped us. You know, we, we all challenge each other in different ways to grow in holiness. Um, well, and you, Father Kaisler, are such a good shepherd to this whole parish and just challenging each of our families to grow, you know, and ultimately um, get to heaven. It's just great. We, we couldn't be more appreciative of everything here at St. Michael's and um, the community we have with our friends. Well, thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. I'm grateful for you, of course, and we're... but. Parishes, all our parishes need to continue to have that sense. Our mission is to love God, mm -hmm. and we do that together. We help each other in our unique ways. So uh, certainly thankful for both of you. Uh, so can you tell me, Carolyn, a little bit more about, because you, you take care of those two little ones, right? And yes. the two older ones are going to St. Francis Catholic School in Rochester, mm -hmm. and they're doing well. They look great. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they're blessed that way. And how the value you place on Catholic education. What are some things that you do maybe during the day uh, that you have as an emphasis for your kids at home? Sure. Um, well, right now, there's uh, a co-op here at St. Michael's. So on Wednesdays, we bring uh, I bring our two younger ones to the co-op um, while our older ones are in school. And that's been great because it, um, again, the continuation of the community and that time of socialization for our little girls. Um, and then during the week, I'll meet up with other moms, and we do a Bible study on Thursdays. Um, some, and then on Fridays, we're doing the Esther 90. And it's all centered around, you know, moms, but also single women um, in whatever part of walk of life you're in, but a way to challenge us. Um, but the beauty of having it with so many moms is that we all have our little children, and we, we all come together and let them play and have fun. And, yeah, we get distracted, but there's that understanding that, okay, we're all here. We're going to pray as much as we can and discuss the readings, but um, our kids are still involved. And it, it's great because I've never felt a community of women that are so uplifting and loving and that I can reach out to, and I don't feel like there's a comparison or there's um, feeling like, you know, I, I need to, I don't know. They're just, we're all growing in holiness, and I love it. And... Um, so that's some things I do with my friends during the week with our children, and we help each other grow. But then also, um, importance on just trying to stay healthy. So I try to get a couple workouts in a week, um, and I'll bring my girls um, to the Rochester Athletic Club, and they have a really great facility to um, watch the children while I can do that and just have a break. And then, you know, the normal things of planning out the meals or grocery shopping, um, uh, laundry, <laughs> all those things. But um, definitely the highlights are looking forward to Sundays with the Mass and then after the wonderful hospitality we have here afterwards and then um, the, the various events we have here at St. Michael's. There's so many and those are huge highlights for us. We really look mm. forward to that. Praise God. I, yeah. I, uh, I think some of our listeners may be wondering about Esther 90. Sure. You know, what it, can you describe that a little bit? Because it might be unique here to our parish. Absolutely. Uh, but what, can you share a little bit about what that is and how it works? Yes. Um, my good friend, Allie Dries, she kind of has um, started 
this idea that um, came and she's created a website and it's it's wonderful it's challenging uh, it's a it's a way for women to challenge each other in a group of community um, it's somewhat like what the men do with Exodus but unique in the sense that as moms as wives um, as l- single people you know we all have different challenges um, so like as a mother that might be breastfeeding we can't always offer up um, like fasting because the way it it, to- it takes its toll on the body but um, it's just so beautiful because we challenge each other in different ways and so if by chance you know like you you want to do a more strict Lenten um, discipline we're encouraging each other in that but also realizing that you know dependent on your stage of life you might not be ready to do certain things but coming together discussing things and having our kids involved with it all because realistically it's just hard to do anything without our kids around which is beautiful um, but just being there with other moms to support each other Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. is there a scripture that you study as part of that too? Yes, Esther, we do study the book of Esther mm-hmm. and we discuss it and have questions. Um, and then we will also follow up after we've read through Esther and do another um, either book of the Bible or a book that's been written that we find interesting. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. I'll pivot over to you, Santi. I know you just had a milestone. You work at the Mayo Clinic, right? And you just had a milestone of completing a, a series of educational classes. And can you talk about a little bit about God in your studies, our Lord at your work, and, and how that works in the family dynamics? Yeah, um, it was a challenging three and a half years. Just finished uh, um, a program, a CRNA program through through Mayo, um, and it was three and a half years long. Um, so there was there was constant studying that had to be done. But uh, one of the things that uh, we we did is def- set Sundays that there was absolutely no studying, no no schoolwork. Mm-hmm. So whatever didn't get done on Saturday night by midnight ish. Uh, was uh, that was the end, and uh, and then just had to trust God to to fill in the gaps, and then we could have our Sunday together to um, spend with family and with uh, with our Lord. Very good. So San- Sundays are preserved where you're going to enjoy time with each other, your mm-hmm. marriage, and enjoy nurturing your children and being being uh, receiving life in that relationship. That's marvelous. And how how is God in your your work experience? I know you're you're going to start a new position soon. And how, how is God working with you in this? And and maybe even look back a little bit. Uh, what has our Lord been up to with you? Yeah, looking back at uh, the path, um, the Lord has definitely been very involved. Uh, just really getting rid of any barricade that there could be. Um, most people that try to get into the program take three, four attempts. Uh, they have to, uh, I got in for the first try, at almost a minimum amount of requirements. Um, and all the way through, um, God was just taking care of the obstacles. Um, and it's, it's historically, um, most people going through the program find it extremely challenging and um, uh, a lot of stress. And I didn't feel, I didn't feel that. Uh, so I definitely saw God working through that. Yeah, and I have no doubt that you're, you're disciplining your prayer life and your prayer together that nurtured the spiritual and your intellect and your discipline as well. Uh, but Santi and Carolyn, we're going to take a break now. So listeners, you're listening to Father Randall Kazel at the Church of St. Michael, Pine Island, Minnesota. We have Santi and Carolyn Okaris from our parish here, and we'll have more just after the break. Stay with us. 
This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Are all sins forgivable, even suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. Jesus said that there's only one unforgivable sin, the sin against the Holy Spirit. Basically, that means dying without repenting. But how can someone who dies suddenly, such as by suicide, have a chance to repent of any sins? Jesus tells St. Faustina that he comes to the soul at death and gives them three opportunities to repent. Regarding suicide, Catechism 2283 says, By ways known to him alone, God offers them the opportunity for repentance. In essence, the only unforgivable sin is not accepting the mercy of God. So to learn how to help your loved ones do just that, please visit suicideandhope.com. So I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Hello, I'm Father James Kubicki. I'd like to say a few words to you today about Eucharistic adoration. You know, I've been all over the country, and those places that encourage Eucharistic adoration, those parishes and dioceses where Eucharistic adoration is going on, are places where the church is growing and is alive, and there are many, many vocations. Now, often people go to the Eucharistic Adoration Chapel and wonder, well, what am I supposed to do? I tell people it's enough just to be in His presence. Think for a moment about being in the sunlight. And think for a moment, going into the presence of the Creator of the sun and what power there is, what warmth, what light, what power there is, just being in His presence. So don't worry about what you have to do. Just be there with Him. He's loving you in a way that you can never know and imagine because every day He wants to show you a deeper and deeper aspect of His love. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. This is Father Randall Kiesel broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. What a beautiful day. We give thanks to God for this great day. Every day, that great opportunity to love God and exercise our dignity in being his children. Uh, we're blessed here to have Santi and Carolyn Okaris, parishioners here at St. Michael and uh, living in Rochester, Minnesota, immersed in so many great Catholic things and living our faith and joyful, energetic people uh, who love to share our Lord. And we'll come back to you again, Santi. Uh, thank you, Santi and Carolyn, for being with us. Uh, they're here with me in my office uh, building here. But Santi, back to you. We're just finishing off... Um, some things regarding uh, our Lord and your work, how he's blessed you and, and cleared away paths. And, and uh, what about in your home, Santi? How, how, what kind of things do you see? How does God work through you as the, the husband and the father with your children and with your wife? Probably the biggest way is, is giving promptings as to when, uh, when I'm not doing the role as I should be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we all need that. Whether that be through Carolyn or through the kids um and uh yeah that's probably the the biggest way um yeah i remember one thing i was visiting your house here a few months ago and we were uh visiting and um i think it was probably around eight thirty or so and 
uh, Carolyn was getting ready, you know, some of the kids are getting ready to go to bed. And then I remember one of the little ones said, Dad, you got to come before I go to sleep. You know, is that is that kind of a regular pattern for you to give a little blessings or do some things like that? <laughs> yeah, uh, especially lately. They, yeah, they'll they'll ask for a, a night blessing, uh, um, or if we we missed uh, reading, um, we call it the Biblia in, in Spanish, the the Bible, the picture Bible with them, um, and uh, so oftentimes they'll prompt me. Um, or if we're, if we're in prayer um, and we we missed one of them, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they'll they'll prompt me with that. Um, so so they're really good about that. Yeah. And what is great is that you see you respond. You're willing to meet with charity uh, that desire because you know you think of the the children are made uh, made by God for God and for you. They're a gift to you, uh, but you're preparing them as a gift back to God. So it's a really a beautiful work of charity. How God has loved you and you've received His love in the form of these little children and the graces that he's giving and, and you continue to share that. And so I know you're, you both are very active here at St. Michael in a variety of things. Um, and the, I know Santi, you come to the troop of St. George with your son, Ivan. And can you tell us a little bit about that and what that means for you and Ivan and your family? Yeah, it's uh, it's great. Um, I think especially for Ivan having a, a group of not only peers, but older peers uh, that he admires and seeing them striving for holiness. Uh, the Troops of St. George is really good about, uh, it's kind of like um, Boy Scouts, but a little, I'll say, better in a way, in many ways, but um, because it, it pushes them to live holy uh, lives. And a lot of the, the memorization is prayers um, or or, um, uh, or acts of charity. Um, so it's a really good for him to see those role models. Um, and... And it's a huge blessing. Mm-hmm. It is, and, I, and it, how how does Ivan experience the troop? Because I I have my own thoughts on it that I see. Because my <laughs> nephew, my brother is in it as well, and I always see the. But you, I'll let you use and see, you see Ivan and the boys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it uh, it goes by day, usually by how hungry he is, uh, how, <laughs> how excited he is to come. <laughs> we serve a lot of food, is what Santi say. Yeah, um, and. Uh, and he he loves the activities. Um, some days it's a struggle because like there might be something that he's doing that's fun, uh-huh. um, and so I kind of have to push him like, no, no, we're going to troops. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once he goes and once he's there, he he has a wonderful time. Um, so yeah, just this last time they were building snow forts, and every day since then he's come home and built snow forts in our front yard <laughs> on the boulevard. Yeah, they've been digging survival trenches in the. <laughs> <laughs> in the snow drifts. Oh, wow. Well, that, that's had an impact on the, the Okaris home. Yes. <laughs> You're fortified. <laughs> and, you know, I remember in the Santi in January, you led the activity for the Troop of St. George. You uh, um, built up rosaries. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I think, uh, I don't remember. It's probably been like three or four years ago. We, we saw some of the rugged rosaries and uh, were really neat. It was like, oh, man, I want one, but I'm not going to spend $40 to buy one. Mm-hmm. So I found some materials online and ordered some beads and paracord and made some knots and learned how to make them. And we found some really cool um, medals and, and uh, crucifixes. And so uh, we've been doing it now, building rosaries. And the kids love doing it, too. They like putting the beads on. So I'll tie the knots, and they put the beads on. <laughs> wow. So it's a good family activity. Um, so... Uh, we thought, hey, this would be great to um, to do at troops. Um, and Brian uh, Brost, a, a troop leader, um, asked me if we we could do that. And um, so we ordered some supplies and 
and uh, and we did it, and it, it looked like it was a, a good evening for everyone, and now everyone has a, a Troops of St. George colored uh, rosary uh, with paracord and, and some nice wooden beads. Yeah, from my vantage point, it was a great sight to see. I think it was the quietest troop meeting we ever had because everyone was so focused on what they were doing. You know, we had about 60 people around trying to make these rosaries and make the knots, and it was quite a sight. It was You, you did a great job. And, and that reminds me of a memory that I have. The first time I met you, I don't know how, how many years ago it was, but the first time I met you, you gave me one of those those uh, homemade uh, rosaries. I'm not sure oh, if yeah. you remember. I still have it. Yeah, I'm not sure if you remember that or not, but it just re- recurred to me now. Uh, but uh, marvelous things that you're involved in. And, you know, Carolyn, it's not to you. You, 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 in my opinion, my impression is you, you strive to live life to the full with our Lord. And there must be some things that you um, experience in your marriage or things that you do or some patterns of, uh, that you're on the same page with that are such a blessing. Are there any things like that you might share with, with the listeners uh, who are out there, things that they could hear or learn from from you? I know one thing, you know, if we ever have a disagreement or um, are frustrated with each other, we forget, forgive each other very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that, you know, that it just needs to happen and we just let it go. And then we try to move on from it. Um, and it's beautiful because the grace that God gives us with that. Um, I mean, there's nothing that really gets resolved when we're angry about anything. So we just try to forgive and let it go. And it, it's just been beautiful. And that's helped a lot. Absolutely. Um and then, you know, there's challenges in life with, you know, being married or having children and the stressors of jobs and school and running here and there, but just trusting, trusting in God. And I know there are times where, especially in the past, where I would be so anxious and stressed about, well, what could happen here? What about this? And Santi always reminded me, you know, like, you know, God takes care of the birds and the flowers and the trees. Like, He's, of course, going to take care of us. And it took me a little longer to finally realize that. But I do know, like, whatever challenge does come our way, God has a plan for it if we just trust in Him and let Him lead the way. And it's been great because it, it certainly isn't without struggle and without um, anxiety, especially for me. Um, but I know on the other end of it, things are always going to turn out great. And we can use those experiences to help others um, that are struggling with similar issues. And just putting that trust and faith in the Lord has been amazing. I mean, that's been a huge thing I've learned just since I've become Catholic and just growing in our journey together. Um, And one other thing is, ever since Santi and I were married, we always looked at every new thing as an adventure mm-hmm. and just taking that challenge on. And the first time you do something, it's a little, you're a little uneasy, but it's so exciting and just trusting that. So every new adventure we go on, we just try to remember like God is leading us no matter what twists or turns happen, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's a, it's probably a daily challenge to, to remind ourselves of that of that trust. Sometimes we get fixed in on what we're doing and what we're thinking and, and forget. But um, a, a, and oftentimes it can be a daily challenge, even with something as simple as like, okay, I need to get the prayer time in before I get going for the day, or else it probably won't happen. And just trusting that there's going to be enough time to do all those other things that need to be done, or maybe they just don't need to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and putting God first and then he will provide if we put him first. Mm-hmm. So it's it's even a challenge for us uh, and everyone, I'm sure, um, on a daily basis. But it's the continual striving um, to do so. Mm-hmm. And that reminds me, Asante. There's a, been another influence in your life. Uh, I, I think you're involved in Opus Day. Is that right? Is there been some involvement, or has that has some influence on your life and your your 
your way of relating with our Lord in in your marriage? Uh, probably, yeah. It, um, it, our family um, is, is involved in the Opus Dei, the Okaras side. I have uh, two, uh, a great uncle um, and uh, a cousin uh, that are a priest and a monsignor. Um, but also, um, I attend like the uh, circle meetings as much as I can. Um, Father or Monsignor Martin Ashlag uh, provides um, up in the cities and. One of the blessings of the pandemic um, has been that they've been doing some of that virtually, so I've been able to attend on Saturday mornings, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's wonderful spiritual direction, um, and uh, so that's been that's been very helpful. So I'm sure that has some influence on on, on our daily life. Uh, I think so. I one of my favorite go-to quotable saints is Saint Jose Maria Escrivá. So, and uh, I can't help but plug your your uncle. You mentioned he's he's written a, a marvelous theological book uh, that um, uh, was connected here when. Uh, well, I think it was Father Schlag. I was talking with him, and he says, "Yeah, his uncle is the this theologian who wrote this book." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was a, a very interesting uh, connection. When I I've been was trying a, to get my hands on that one in English, but I haven't been able to yet. You no, know, okay. Well, we'll we'll see if we can do that. I'll try to help you out with that. Well, we're nearing the end of our time together here, Santine Carolyn. It says it always goes so fast. It's very enjoyable to talk with you. Uh, do you have any other advice to couples or families or anything at all about? A relation with our Lord and family life that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, I would say, you know, get involved in your parish. Like, you know, your whole life, you don't really, up until I think your adulthood, you don't really get to handpick your friends in a sense. You know, you're, you're friends with who's in your grade or who's in your class. But now as adults, we get to pick who we surround ourselves with. And, you know, we surround ourselves with these wonderful families with faith and you know we all have our challenges and just helping each other work through them is great and you realize that you're not alone in your struggles or your challenges and you can trust your friends you know that are of the faith it's so beautiful and i'm so thankful for all the families that we we know and that we call friends i would agree with that and uh, it helps push us and them as well uh, to become holier and to love our god uh, better um and yeah, you you are who you surround yourself with, and you become that. Just like athletes, you train with the best athletes, you'll become better. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, at least the best athletes you can surround yourself with with the same. We can surround ourselves with the best uh, Christians, Catholics that we can, and it'll push us. Amen. Sancti Carolyn, thank you for being with us here on this Monday morning. Great to have you on the show. Uh, stay with us. You're with Father Randall Kazo live on Real Presence Radio. And we'll be back with you right after the break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 